what it do, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. This is your girl. This is your host, Jill Jackson, aka JJ, coming at you live. Your boss, baddie, bestie. You already knew you needed, but could never find her. And here she is. Here she is on her platform, her positivity podcast, Gaslight Me, Sweetie. And I got a good episode for you guys. I have some great tea. I have some great lessons that um, are blessings. I am up. He is broke. And I'm not talking about currency, y'all. I'm talking about worth. So listen in as I take you on the ride. As I have cut my roster, even though the NBA playoffs are happening right now as we speak, I cut my roster, cut my sixth man, and we're just starting fresh. It's like spring cleaning all around, whether it was my apartment, whether it is throwing clothes away or donating them, whether it is cleaning out the clutter from these men, these men, (sighs) these men. And I could call them boys, but I'll give them them all the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to tell you all a few things I learned from my past relationship. Um, Relationships, I guess you can say. But the most recent one that I talked the most about on this podcast, which is how I started this podcast through the gaslighting, is it wasn't all bad. It wasn't all bad. And the reason I was gaslit uh, towards the end of the relationship is because he was not healed. Uh, He was coming out of something and he was not healed. And his healing process was to bend multiple women over. Now, in the beginning of our relationship, he did tell me that he was going to have to go through a hoe phase. So, of course, I didn't believe that he was ever going to have to do that because he found me, duh. Um, But after we moved in together, he's realizing, okay, shit, I have to retract. I have to do what I said, you know, do what I said that I was going to do. And he did it. And it hurt me. And it hurt me a lot. And I hung on way longer than I should have looking back at it. And it turned into a bunch of, you know, arguments and resentment. And that was one thing I learned from my past is to listen what these guys or girls or women or men are saying up front. Listen to what they say and take that as the red flag. Listen to the red flags up front and take them as a sign. Now, For this guy, I wasn't originally physically attracted to him, but I was attracted to his energy. I was attracted to his drive. I was attracted to how much fun we had, how much conversations we had, how easy it was to communicate. I was attracted to that. And, um, you know, if I wouldn't have jumped right into the relationship and loved, you know, all of the love bombing and just kind of had him, you know, let him heal and just kind of let him know I'll be here on the back burner for him. Um, everything probably would have ended up differently, but I wouldn't have grown. 
Um, I wouldn't have started this podcast. I wouldn't be in the spot that I am today to be able to share my story and help other people, which I love to do. I love to go through something, be very passionate about it and go and coach and train others. So all these things happen for a reason and I have that tattooed on my body. But if it's one thing for y'all, I can tell you is to listen to what your partner is saying And if it's a red flag, please take the red flag and exit immediately. And if it's meant to be, it'll be. Number two, I mentioned that communication factor. My ex always communicated with me. And I'm the type of person that, yes, I know we are all busy. I get it. Um, But, you know, the communication to where, you know, when we were working or if he had a quick little five minutes after his meeting, he would call me and check in on me. He would text me, ask my how my day is going. He would never go, even though, you know, we didn't spend every single day together. um, He would never go more than like three, four hours without a quick communication, right? And these men that I'm realizing, they're going 24, 48, 72 a week at a time without speaking to me, but they love to bend me over. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. And once you start to see the cycles and you start to see the patterns, it starts to get irritating because now you know what they want and they don't want you for you know what you bring to the table. So I've learned. Uh, within myself that I'm way too nice I let so much you know stuff slide because I was like oh you know they're texting me and you know they want to hang out with me and um but they come on a cycle they come on a uh it's 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 predictable and it's absolutely absurd um and I've seen this happening a lot lately and I always tell everybody up front that I begin to talk to is that communication is so important to me and I just can't you know I just can't fathom you know giving multiple chances again I can't do it I need that communication that's just me and the right person will come along and communicate with me I'm too nice I'm done you know getting Um, taken advantage of in the long run. I'm done getting walked all over. It just doesn't make any sense for me anymore because I did have a person that gave me everything that I needed. He just wasn't healed and ready in time. And I don't know if, you know, it'll ever, ever rekindle um, because he's in a different relationship now. So he has things that he needs to work on and he still hasn't even worked on them. So there is that. But I've realized that talking to men and being focused on men um, gives me that roller coaster effect of the highs and lows. And it just gives me that anxious anxiety. You know, is he going to text me? When is he going to text me? I'm worried on the, you know, worried and focused on the wrong things. And it really throws me off my game. It really throws me off my game. And there's too many games being played, you know, false promises, false hope. And I'm not going to teach someone, somebody's son, how to act right. And in like my first relationship when I was in college, 
I moved down to DC with him and I had to be his mom. I had to be his mom and I can't do that for somebody. I am so well put together. I have done the work. I've been independent since probably age 13 when I've learned the word emancipated and was asking for emancipation. It's like I've done the work. I know inside of me how independent I am and I don't want to be this independent person all the time. Right, I want to have somebody who can take the weight off of my shoulders and do the things for me because I manage all day. You know, I it's it's just it's just baffling to me that I need to start attracting a more high valued man, more high valued man with goals, ambitions, um, you know his own place you know the the things that I have that's what I need to attract and I'm still stuck in a cycle of men who you know think that I'm average I am not average I am not average and maybe that's overwhelming for some but I'm recognizing the signs. If I am overwhelming for some, then they're not for me. If they can't text me back after I text them and they wait anywhere between 12, 24, 48, 72 hours to answer my text of good morning, how are you doing today? That is a problem. And then when you come back with the response, don't hit me with the oh, what's good or WID or how are you doing? Or no, where have you been? What have you been doing? What have you been doing? You know? And I will submit to a man, but he has to make me feel comfortable, right? He has to speak my love language, my quality time, my words of affirmation. Absolutely point blank period. That's what I need. So to seek what's next for me is just, I'm excited. I'm excited for it because I had to cut off six dudes this past weekend. I let them know I don't have time for this and I let them know their energy is off and I've received no text back from four of them. The um, One of them started spazzing on me, letting him know that he'll ne- I'll never hear from him again, even though he sends me heart eyes. I mean, not heart eyes, the eye emoji all the time, expecting me to answer when I know he has a girlfriend nine out of the 12 months out of the year. And he just hits me up when it's convenient for him. We've been on the cycle for three years. I had to break it. I had to break that cycle, Right. These people are not texting me back for multiple days at a time, maybe weeks, maybe months, and you want to hit me with the hard eyes? What the the eyes emoji? What am I supposed to do with that? So I cut them off. Six dudes cut them off, and one guy hearted my message. <laughs> hearted my message. Like, what, sir? I don't have time for this. I don't have energy for this. I I don't, you know, respect how you're um disrespecting me. Your lack of communication, even though I told us the most important thing to me and you can't even communicate, you want to hit me with the loved my message? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm up. They're all broke. I'm not talking about currency. Not talking about currency here. I know my worth. I've dated around. I know what I need to overflow my cup and I'm not settling. 
I'm not settling anymore. I'm at so much peace. I have my mind, my body, my spirit, right? My physical health, all of that to work on. I have all of that to continue to work on, continue to level up. I'm at so much peace and I never thought this day would come because dating to me just seems so important and I'm not sure, you know, where that is in myself, where my self-healing needs to happen, but I get on these, you know, rants where I'm single and I'm great and everything's vibing and then I want a person. But of course we want a person. We all want a person because I'm growing this beautiful life for myself and I would love to share it with somebody. But I can't be stuck with these people that think that I'm mid, right? I've done so much work on myself and it's finally clicked. I get it now. I'm not splitting the block anymore unless there's action Action over words is so important to me. I know what I bring to the table. Y'all know what I bring to the table. And maybe you're just not ready for me. And that's fine. Wifey duties for a situationship are canceled. This summer is about to be a 2016 vibe. And this level up is so crazy. And it is amazing when it just clicks. And I'm just so proud of me. So to those who couldn't handle me right now, that's fine. Have fun. Figure out yourself. The fact that you did not respond to my messages just goes to show that you are not the one for me. And that is fine. Everything is a reflection on them. It is not a reflection on me, right? I know what I want. I know what I want. And I think the sexiest thing you can have is somebody who knows what they want. 